And again, you're listening to Arts on Fire here on WRFA. Jason Sample in the studio with you. We're continuing our talk with local artists from throughout the Chautauqua region and having a conversation with Audrey K. Dowling, who is joining us here from her studio, if I'm not mistaken, at the uh, the Portage Hill Galleries. Is that correct, Audrey? That is correct. All right. I'm glad that is correct. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out and talking with us today. Uh, thank you for yeah. the interview. So um, I, I'm doing this because I thought it'd be great to sort of shed the light on various visual artists and local artists from throughout the Chautauqua region. And, of course, your name came up, and I'm more than happy to talk with you. And, and maybe a good place to begin just to um, share with our listeners is tell us a little about the kind of art that you make. Uh, do you have a specific medium you prefer to work in or a style you try to follow? Well, um, I've been an artist for about 45 years, um, and I am what I consider myself to be as an art explorer. Uh, I have worked in many different mediums over the 45 years. I have a very low tolerance to boredom. Uh, but there are three main mediums that I have focused in on for many years now. Um, I am a ceramicist, making both functional and one-of-a-kind pieces, wall work and uh, three-dimensional. I am a painter. And I am a uh, printmaker. I use mixed media quite a lot in my uh, block prints. And in my painting, I tend towards watercolor. Uh, my favorite medium to use really is oils, but they are, have a toxicity level to them. So I am trying to convince myself that acrylics are just fine to use. <laughs> so I'm working on that and... Uh, they have some features that are wonderful, and I like the fact that they're low toxic, low toxicity. When, when you're working in your studio currently, for, for example, are you focusing on just one type of uh, media, or do you bounce around a little bit uh, throughout the week or even throughout the day and focus a little bit on, on uh, ceramics and then shift over to painting and then work in uh, printmaking as well? Well, I have a wonderful situation in that I own my own art gallery. So that gives me a tremendous amount of artistic freedom. Uh, and many of my collectors know that I like to uh, move from piece to piece. What's consistent is my theme, and what's also consistent is uh, that I have a, a level of craftsmanship and a level of uh, competence with, with art and drawing and whatever that comes into my work. So it doesn't really matter which media I'm working with. There is a consistent level of quality in my work. Uh, what I will normally do is put a little bit of time into, a, into my clay studio and a little bit of time in 2D. I never work from pictures. I almost always work from life. Uh, so often I'm, I'm outside working on stuff where I'll bring flowers in or if I'm doing flowers or uh, still lives whatever I, uh, medium I'm choosing to do. I like personal observation. To me, it's not interesting enough just to be trying to see how well I can replicate, replicate a photograph. Um, so I, I don't work, tend to work that way. Although I will say if I'm going to, I care, have birds in my work quite a lot. And if there's a specific bird that I'm looking for, and uh, I want to just make sure I get the colors and whatnot completely accurate i will sometimes look them up or fish i will sometimes look up too but otherwise i work out of my mind or from the um 
actual thing that I am drawing. All right. And, and we talked about the different media that you work in, but, but also the, the style in which a lot of this media falls into. Um, I, I'm not a, an art major or an art expert, but, you know, it seems to delve into a little bit of a surrealism as well as, uh, you know, impressionism. It, it's not uh, designed or intended to be a, a true depiction uh, of whatever the subject is. And, and I think that's great because it allows the, uh, the viewer to um, uh, take their own idea from, from what you have created. Uh, how would you describe the style of the work that you present. Okay, well, as an artist, I think it's extremely important for every artist to take the time to find their own voice in their work. And uh, it sounds easy, but really it's perhaps not easy. Perhaps the easiest way to explain it is people who do a lot of reading or writing uh, understand very well what voice means, such as E.E. Cummings, in his poetry is totally different than someone like Yeats. Uh, they are each working in their own style and their own voice is coming through their work. I think it's really important for artists to take the time to figure out what it is they're trying to say to people and how to best convey that message that comes through them and into their work. Uh, and so my work I think, you know, I like to do abstracts, too. Um, but what I think that I haven't really given it a specific title, uh, but it's unique to me. And I think that that's really important. And I think that is why I've had a lot of success having articles written about me this past year. I had one written in the United Kingdom uh, that was a feature article about my work. I get into a lot of national shows and international shows, and I really truly believe it is because my work is coming from me. It's totally different than anybody else's work, and that is hard to find in the art world. Certainly is. Again, we're talking with Audrey K. Dowling. Uh, we're talking with her about her artwork, and, and we'll talk about where people can find the artwork as well. Obviously, your, your art gallery, one of the uh, locations that they can find it, and we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, the subject matter, too, when, when I see uh, examples of your artwork online or in person, uh, as you noted, you like to uh, focus a, a lot on, uh, on birds, for example. I see them typically show up quite a bit in the, in the work that I've seen. Also, trees, uh, the outdoors, is, is that a thing that you gravitate toward, or is that just something you're currently working on recently, but but you've gone elsewhere as well? Well, I gravitate towards that because I was raised on 50 acres of woods with three creeks. Uh, it just speaks to me. Um, I was raised by British parents, and, uh, well, they were naturalized American citizens eventually, uh, and they like gardens, so I love flowers. I've been, you know, I've been a gardener all my life. I love the out-of-doors, the nature. Uh, Western New York is really resplendent with opportunities to get out and enjoy and draw or paint from the actual uh, thing that you can see. We have 20 acres of woods that back up on the Chautauqua Gorge, although I can't get directly down to the gorge from my property. Uh, we have a couple of acres on Lake Erie. All of those things, are, they're just beautiful. I'm just looking at beautiful things all the time. So uh, I use them in my work. Just recently, uh, when I was in college, and the main thing that you did all the time, day after day in drawing and painting, is you worked for models. And I sort of moved away from doing people 
But this year I started an exploration back up of doing figurative work as well. So I'm starting, I mean, I've, I've sort of had some figures in my clay work off and on over the years, uh, but I hadn't really done it. I used them much in 2D work. Now I'm starting back up in my 2D work and involving the human figure as well. Um, not all the time, but I am combining the human figure now with some pieces that have flowers in them and other things. I've had a sort of an ongoing Earth Mother series that I've worked through all the mediums for, oh, probably 10 years now. Uh, and I'm continuing that, but I'm also doing some pieces that focus more on a figure. I should say when I do birds or figures or whatever, I am not interested in doing exact replicas of them. I don't count feathers. Uh, I think you know what I think you know what I mean when I right. say that. I am more. You don't focus too much on the on the nuances and the details of of the figure you're you're, you're drawing or, or working on, right? Yeah, I'm. I I like I like like for birds, for instance. I like to capture the gesture of them. You know what their hmm. body language is, rather than focusing in on. Okay, they this one has seven pintail feathers or whatever. <laughs> I I don't count feathers, uh, and so I am looking more to uh, capture what a bird looks like to a person who watches birds out their window. They see them fly by. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm more interested in that. I'm more interested in their form and their shape and uh, how, how you internally feel when you see all these beautiful things going by. Let me ask you about your focus and approach on, on landscape and, and in doing that is, is there a specific time of the year or time of the day that you prefer to focus on outdoor settings? I, I, here in Western New York, obviously, uh, we have four distinct seasons, and each one can present its own uh, value to to a piece of artwork. And I'm just curious to know, do you have a, a favorite time of year or even time of the day, uh, perhaps in the morning or when the sun's setting, where the light is just right? Do you have a, a specific time that you focus on, or, or do you get enjoyment out of any time of day and any time of year when you when you go outside to to uh, work on, on your art? Well, that's a really good question. Uh, I actually like transition times. So given my druthers, uh, I like to work when the light is doing something very interesting. So that tends to be dawn or sunset. Uh, although I also like, you know, if you've ever walked through the woods right after heavy rain and you have light shooting down sideways, caught lit by the sun, I like that. Uh, sometimes an early sunset as the sun's coming down, again, if you're in the woods, depending on the nature of the woods, sometimes the sun will literally light the uh, trees from the side, and I find that very intriguing. Uh, so, if and I tend not to work like around noon, at, in the middle of the day, I, that just that lighting is harsh and uh, not super not super interesting uh, hmm. to paint. So that's really about the only time I don't paint. Uh, I I paint all different seasons. Uh, I paint a lot. I work a lot. I work every day, uh, just about. And, 
but the but one of my favorite seasons, probably especially with block printing, is to do winter. And I have a little bit of a woods in my backyard, and I'm always every winter now for the last seven or eight years, I've done a different block print in the winter based on my own property. And uh, one year, a couple years ago, I hadn't really decided what I was going to do yet, and uh, it was fairly early winter. And the dogs were got me up in the middle of the night, three in the morning, which I did not want to get up. And I thought about not even getting up and just dealing with what I'd have to deal with in the morning. Finally decided, no, I'll get up. And I went outside, and in my pine woods, which is right behind the house, there was a full moon, and it was like sending arcs down over the snow, the fresh snow that was all over the branches and all over the ground. And it was absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I decided that year to do. So it can be uh, as simple as that. Sometimes I see something that just really sticks in my mind, and that's what I work from. All right. Again, we are talking with Audrey K. Dowling, local artist from the uh, the Westfield area, and we'll be uh, talking uh, about where you can find her artwork in just a moment. I just want to talk about the process really quickly here, and and you know everyone has their own approach. Uh, sometimes you want to strike while the iron's hot, while others follow a, a specific regiment. Where uh, regardless of how inspired they may feel, they're still are going to uh, proceed ahead, uh, go forward, and try to make something for the day. How, how much time do you spend working in your craft, and and what type of uh, a schedule do you do you follow, or do you just really try to do it as um, as inspiration arises? Well, I try to work every day, and with the exception of that, I usually take Sunday off. Our galleries close Monday; that's our weekend, Sunday, Monday. Uh, so, if we're you know off riding bikes or something, I don't work those two days. But other than that, I try to work every day, and I don't set certain hours. Uh, because life happens, and uh, I do get into the studio, one studio or another, and it's a joy for me. It's pleasure for me. It's not a regimented thing. It's because it's something I have a grand desire to do, uh, and so it's pretty flexible. Has it always come naturally, or did you have to really uh, pursue training and, and education in order to, uh, to get where you're at today? Well, I've always liked art. I've always liked making things. Ever since I was like a little kid, I used to love to go into my father's hobby farm barn and make things with stuff that was hanging around, drill holes with a drill press, whatever, go in the creek, dig out some clay, make some stuff with the clay. Uh, It's just something I've always really loved doing. Um, I did go to art school. I have... uh, I have an, a degree in art education. I did teach art and gifted kids for a number of years, um, and 30 years, as a matter of fact. Uh, and during that time, I also kept my own artwork going because it was really that important to me to do that. Um, so, yeah, training, definitely. And I went after teaching for a number of years. I went two different summers to the Alfred Clay uh, program, which is fantastic. It's like four weeks each summer of total immersion in all things clay. And I've also continued to take coursework. I still do now. Online, I took just took a, an online course uh, a little while ago in a type of printmaking that I had never done before. Um, I had won a scholarship to uh, Anderson Ranch in Colorado, and 
was looking forward to mountain air, and unfortunately, <laughs> COVID happened, so I had to do it online, but it was very interesting. It was a new technique I hadn't done before, and, uh, you know, that kind of thing is exciting and interesting to me. I should mention also, since I mentioned mountain air, my husband and I have been campers all our lives, and we've gone all the way across the to the West Coast two, three or four times, and... Uh, camping our way across, and as I am camping, I am also painting. I paint every day when I'm drawing or painting when I'm on vacation, and it is pleasure for me. All right. When it comes to other artists, do you have a favorite artist or or artists, or are you inspired by other artists? Well, I I like the group of seven out of uh, Canada. They worked a number of years ago. They're no longer alive, but they were plein air painters. They were always out in, uh, and they were rugged. They, a couple of them painted up in the Arctic. Uh, some of them painted in, you know, pretty, it's cold up there. Uh, and they would go out and they would paint and then they'd get back together as a group. Along with the other Canadian person that I really like is Emily Carr. She has a really interesting biography, if anyone cares to read it. Uh, and she is, uh, she was, Again, she would have been a group of seven. They always say she would have been number eight. She would have been the only female in the group. Very interesting person. She would ride the mail boat up to uh, near the, uh, I don't know exactly where it is, but it's in northern Canada where the Haida tribe still had totem poles and whatnot, and she was intent on capturing them in paint uh, before they fell down and they no longer had them. She just sensed that was going to happen. So she went up and would ride the mail boat up there from Victoria, uh, B.C., and do, do those paintings. Very interesting. Interesting work right on the edge of abstract. I kind of like that zone that's halfway between realistic and abstract. Um, and then and Charles Birchfield. It's pretty hard not to like Charles Birchfield, in my opinion. I like, again, he's in that zone halfway between abstract and realism he has a definite voice emily carr had a definite voice the group of seven had a definite voice they were all uh, driven by their own internal artistic muses all right i i know that you're you're active in the regional and even the 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 local art community here in chautauqua county uh why do you think art is an important role in our community well Especially now, I mean, uh, now people should really realize, if they didn't realize before, just how important art is, because uh, as schools are coming back on, together, there's been uh, plenty of things that I have read that, sa- that have said that schools should be focusing on the arts, uh, because there's healing that needs to happen. And art is introspective particularly if it's taught in a way where people aren't just, now you do this, now you do that. Now you do. If the teacher is, is creative themselves and, and having the students sort of go within for their work, uh, it can be very therapeutic. And so art is good for the community in that way. Art is also, any cultural events are good for a different part of the person than some of the other things that people do in their their lives. You know, it sort of sounds trite, but it's like it's feeding their souls almost. It's a different 
different part of the brain. There's a lot of research on that uh, that is being activated when you're engaging in the arts. All right. Uh, what do you hope people will get from seeing your artwork? Well, I always hope, and it seems to be. I mean, I have quite a few collectors out there, and I've, you know, I've, I've been at this a really long time. Uh, and it seems to be that people enjoy looking at my work because they understand that it's an honest response to the environment in which I am living. Uh, and I think people are always kind of interested in that because they have their own personal responses to this environment, and sometimes they line up, and sometimes they see things about the environment they never had thought about before through my work. And uh, so it's just interesting to me. I, I just think that once people start really appreciating and loving the arts, it opens their minds to think about possibilities, and I see that when people watch and look at my work. I, I see that they can sort of understand the process and understand a little bit more about their Western New York world by looking at my work. All right, and that brings us to, to my final question anyway, is, is where can people look at your work, either online or in person? Obviously, you uh, have the Portage Hill Gallery. Where is that located, and, and where can people learn more about it on, online? Okay. Uh, we are located halfway between Mayville and Westfield on Route 394. We are in our 38th year, and we specialize in originals. Uh, everything hanging on our walls are originals. It's not just my work. It's the work of several other regional artists. Our mission right from the start was to offer a place where regional artists could have their work on view year-round, and we still are doing that. Um, and we are open every day this time of year except Sunday and Monday. We have an art trail coming up, uh, which will be Labor Day weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 5, both of those days. And we also uh, are open Saturday, almost every Saturday throughout the year. Occasionally we're traveling and, and then we're not open, but pretty much every Saturday throughout the year, 10 to 5, or appointment or chance. That is, that is the best place to see a lot of my work. Um, I am also show my work uh, generally. I do the juried shows at Bester Plaza during the summer. Uh, of course, they were canceled this year. That's from the Craft Alliance shows that are uh, at Best, on Bester Plaza. And then I also enter quite a few shows, nationally, regionally, internationally. So... Uh, Buffalo, you can often see my work in shows um, and beyond. Um, I also have two websites. I have the uh, Portage Hill Gallery one that has a lot of my work on it. It is www.portagehillgallery.com. Or I have also have a site that is specifically my work, which is www. AudreyKDowling.com. All right. I think all my questions are satisfied. Was there anything else you want to add? No, I just appreciate that you are uh, taking on this role and uh, helping the local people learn more about local artists. 
Well, we all do a part, and, and I obviously couldn't do it without uh, artists like you who make it possible. So thank you so much for uh, sharing some of your story and details with our listeners here on WRFA. Again, Audrey K. Dowling, thanks for talking with us today on Arts on Fire. Thank you.